yeah, there's like a there's like a scene in it where <laughs> there's like a octopus drummer. And so he's just got like he's got his six arms and he's got six drumsticks and he's just got a big old drum kit around him and he's just fucking going to town. <laughs> uh, genuinely, Aquaman from last year is like yeah, it's one of the great spectacles of our generation. Like I think it needs to be seen by everyone. But yeah. it did. It made a fuck ton of money. It did really well. I I do I so respect Aquaman for just going for it. Mm. It was like it's a stupid premise about a man who who's a superhero but underwater. Let's just fucking just go nuts yeah i think because he was that character is like like how do you take him seriously like he's just been a laughing stock as long as i've been aware of him as a character like i've never known anyone to be like like do you know any aquaman fans (laughs) yeah like like who reads aquaman on a weekly basis does it come out weekly i don't know i don't even know how comics work what's like the famous like aquaman story you know what i mean like superman you can name a few yeah Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. All Star, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, What's So Funny About Truth, Justice, The American Way. The one where he talks the emo kid off a ledge. That's All Star. Good, we did it. And then Batman, he's got a few. Uh, the Killing Joke, just so I don't get caught. I don't want you to do it that time. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to decipher. Your eyes are so, oh, they're all, oh. But then like, well then I guess though, like I don't know any Flash ones and I don't know any, because who fucking cares? Flashpoint. Yeah, I was, uh, Flashpoint. All right. That sounds like a. That I've sounds like a. Just, I've just heard that. I don't know what it is. Flashpoint sounds like a CBBC game show. <laughs> and now it's Flashpoint. Yeah, <laughs> we've rounded up six local primary schools to <laughs> to compete with one another. But yeah, with Aquaman, I'm like, I literally know nothing. Hmm. Not a he can, single. He like controls fish. We can talk. Well, I think the joke is that people say he could talk to fish, but then in actual fact, it's like, oh, he can. I think he sends out like. Uh, sonar well i think i don't know maybe oh, like just Ant- talking like ant-man does with ants yeah but i think in maybe it's maybe... not like fucking they're not hanging out watching wizards like, <laughs> <laughs> like kicking it back making some jokes <laughs> ant-man's movie podcast is not to be laughed at yeah, yeah. It's just, it goes into some really deep subjects yeah yeah i think um you know i really understand the 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 what ralph Bakshi was trying to say you know with the use of nazis what, what do you think ant number one <laughs> Profound. Two words have never been spoken. Um, but yeah, you should definitely. We should. We should. That could be your next thing you come on for. Come on, we'll watch Aquaman. I would buy it on Blu-ray. You know what? I would happily accept a gift of Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Watching your fancy new TV. I know. Yeah, we could fucking. Oh, that'd be such a good one to watch. On like the on a tail on the big telly, mm. that'd be a good one. That's almost how I want it. I've been trying to think because I got a new TV and I've been trying to figure out what film to like christen it with. Because we haven't <laughs> watched it? anything. We watched a bit of Into the Spider Verse and it looked amazing, but oh, you could watch something in 4K. Yeah, well, I don't know because I don't have a 4K K player. Because I ain't that. Do you need a 4K player? I don't know. I think your PlayStation would do it, wouldn't it? Well, that would be. I don't know how it works. Absolutely I think no I idea. think I remember when deep when you had HD DV like TVs DVDs were upgraded or they they looked better in yeah well HD yeah they TVs. yeah so I don't know if that works the same because we've been watching BoJack on Netflix and that looks amazing and that's yeah, just Netflix just really quality crisp. yeah but Spider Man genuinely I was like that just it just looks like I'm looking through a window 
even though it's animated. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is insane. I was thinking maybe Blade Runner 2049. Oh, Because yeah. I have that on Blu-ray. It's one of, like, the few new Blu-rays that I've bought. So I was thinking I might I might that's, dive into yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's, like, a nice, dense... Yeah, like, doesn't Aquaman just look like mud? Like, from it, what No, it's... Well, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's, it's colourful. colourful. It, it's it? yeah like i remember it being colorful was it not i think it's pretty colorful yeah like it, it like especially it, when they go to dinosaur island which what <laughs> spoilers <laughs> but i wanted to drop something like that in to like try and convey to you what you're missing out on by not watching it <laughs> i feel like it just passed me by like it came out and then it just and everyone's seen it and i, I had no interest in seeing it because all of the other ones suck mm. that film has ruined surprise explosions for me <laughs> like in a movie where two characters are talking and then like oh suddenly there's an explosion and it catches them off guard and the villains show up aquaman's ruined that for me because it happens and i shit you not it happens four times in the movie <laughs> to the point where like when it happened for like the f- third time we were just pissing yeah. ourselves out and i remember when we went to see um fucking mary queen of scots and there's a moment in that where like the wall explodes yeah. <laughs> and i was like do you think black man is gonna like roll in through the window yeah it's it's ruined it for me but it's an experience it is an experience it's absolutely an experience five out of five ten out of a hundred out of ten <laughs> the best film ever made except for segway what wizards which we just watched did you see that that was flawless best film ever no definitely <laughs> certainly a film that we're going to talk film about exists yeah do you so, want to introduce yeah. the podcast that we'll, we'll rattle into? What's up, people of Peopleton? Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Jones. And with me, rival brother, brother wizards themselves, Scott Morrison and Michael Kelly. <laughs> I'm the evil one. I kind of wondered who was the evil one. <laughs> yeah, because you, you left for years, you know, to like Australia and India and all these places to study the dark arts. Payback and nuts. Right off the fucking bat, before we get into, like, I guess what this film is about and what it is, something that I couldn't, that I I kept thinking the whole time I was watching it, was how have I not heard of this before? In the sense of, like, how how is every, like, YouTube commentary person and, like, or, like, you know, people who take the piss out of movies, like, Red Letter Me and stuff, how is no one talking about this? Because this is, like, this is like prime rib for that kind of shit. Like this, this is like cream of the crop in terms of just like weird fucking shit that came out of the seventies to talk about. And it blows my mind that I've not heard about yeah. it until you just kind of randomly like brought it to us. <laughs> well, I'd seen it when I was a kid and we had it on a, we had it on video, I think. And I just had these vague memories of it and that was it. And I just thought it was something that everyone had seen or knew about. No. <laughs> But it's not. It doesn't seem to have like cult status or anything. Nothing. That's what like, I mean. Like nothing. Is that maybe a testament to how much shite must have come out of the seventies? Like how much bizarre stuff. Well, that something like this could have got lost in. It there. almost. It feels like there should. Like it feels like something that should have e- people should have easily came across because it's is Ralph ba- Banshee or Bakshi 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 who did the animated Lord of the Rings. But maybe which they is came pretty out, like, famous. A year after, maybe they just kind of overshadowed it. Is As that, in the Lord of the Rings came out after? Yeah, it was like 70, 78, uh-huh. and this came out in 77, so... I don't know, like a, the modern day sort of internet uh, purist who... like that, that doesn't feel like it would be a hard... Like, it's just a Wikipedia search away yeah. to find yeah, no, other films. That's what I mean, I'm getting. Like, so it seems time, really though. bizarre that, like, 
the internet hasn't found it because yet. I do think I think there are people who genuinely like the weird fucking style of the animated Lord of the Rings yeah and so it seems like you would just go be like I wonder what else this guy's done and then hear about this film you made literally a year earlier which has the most like it up top like the weirdest fucking premise <laughs> and then you start actually watching the film and it just gets, it gets even weird. weirder <laughs> like, um there's so many like little moments in it that could just be memes as well yeah ex- that's exactly yeah 100 percent. so much meme potential the bit when like they're all freaking out about like the video in the sky i was like you could replace that with anything, with anything. yeah and that could be like a new meme Maybe they've killed start Fritz. that meme. <laughs> I feel they've like killed they've Fritz. Killed sounds Fritz. like a meme. Yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. That like sounds like that a before. meme. Yeah, they killed Fritz. They've killed Fritz. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess con- fucking context. We'll give it some structure. <laughs> so we just watched. It was called Wizards from 1977, directed, written, and produced. Yeah, by Ralph Bakshi. Um, probably animated by him too, given. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> well, we de- definitely learned some things about Ralph Bakshi through this film. <laughs> so this is set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Mm. Ye- like ten fa- million years after. Yeah, ten million years. They say that it took you know it took millions of years for the clouds to finally break and for some sun to come through. So then, in the in the af- in the aftermath of this, I guess like like. I don't even I don't even know. It's like the ancestors of humans who have now like yeah, mutated cause... into like classic fantasy characters. Like this film is trying to imply that like people mutated into elves and fairies and But also that those things were our yeah, ancestors. I think I think I think it's like yeah, re- yeah, it regressed. It's... It like sent us it sent everything back to what it was. Right. Because it says that the it says that the the, the bad guys become mutants and the good ones become elves. I thought the, the true el- ancestors of humans mm. or something like that. I thought they raised from. Maybe I'm fucking out, out. I thought they raised from the ground, like the elves and the stuff. They were they were hi- uh, hibernating and they raised up. Is that completely? That's like, kind yeah. of. I feel like I've got like a mishmash of what oh, both of you are saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and the mutant, the mutants of like us exist, and then like what what used to be ancient, really ancient human civilization of elves and mutants. Uh, uh, sorry, elves and fairies and stuff raised f- uh, from the ground. Hmm. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have no idea now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> before we just get bogged down in that. So the story, the main story, follows two wizard brothers. Two brothers. One's real good, one's real bad. Like, comically. Yeah, like, total bloody opposite. Bloody, they're two different coins entirely, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they, yeah, they're basically, the the, the bad wizard goes off to study evil magic, spends like 5,000 years. Bad wolf. Yeah, bad wolf. Bad wolf. Dark yeah. wolf. Dark, Dark wolf. wolf. That's what I yeah. spends five thousand years studying the black magic and raising up an army because he wants to take over. No, he wants to rid the world of like any form of magic. Yeah, he that wants it all it. to yeah. be about science and technology. Yeah, and I guess the the main premise of the film is the is the good brother and Avatar his, Avatar and his little band of <laughs> goody two shoes trying to stop him from doing that. 
and there's some laughs along the way. <laughs> there's some absolute fucking insane shit that, I, <laughs> that my brain couldn't quite process. And there's a little sexual frustration. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of sexual frustration. <laughs> there's some anti-Semitism. <laughs> um, there's a, yeah, there's a lot to kind of... And the occasional Nazi imagery. A lot. The thing with the Nazi imagery... <laughs> Is that it doesn't it doesn't creep up on you? It's, it's like one one second one second there's been no Nazi imagery, <laughs> as is most films that aren't about World War Two, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just hard fucking cut to the main villain just sat in a chair in a big room, and and a on top of a the uh, a swastika that's a just giant. on the floor, and I was like, okay, like subtlety's gone out the window, I guess. <laughs> but then it turns out that like. They are actually the villain is is dig is is having his army dig up relics from the past, and he's found this film projector with like a propaganda film about Nazi Germany, and that like inspires him, and he shows that to his army, and that encourages his army to to finally actually beat like the elves. Yeah, which is like. Yeah. That let's let's fucking think about that for a set. Like break down how mental of a concept that is. That like in this fan like this fantasy world that he's created, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking hard clash that with some Nazi <laughs> propaganda stuff. Like, but it's not. It's a step further than that, isn't it? Because it's not just an inspirational to his army. It's a weapon. Mm. The projector he the, shows it mm, to the, the opposing army. Like- yeah, and uh, to be propaganda, but then it's like, yeah, they just project it into the sky. They, yeah. they project it into the sky during Which a battle. Is weird as fuck. Well, <laughs> like, what's he projecting that onto? <laughs> like, that's not. Imagine you can just watch movies like that. <laughs> project it you just project want. them wherever you want. And it's totally fine, and everyone else is just losing their fucking minds <laughs> as the film like consumes them. But it, it, it attacks the other army. The other army yeah. can't take how evil the Nazis mm. were, and then the the battle was won. <laughs> by the bad guys it's a weapon and that's like the, the the plot of the film is that avatar and his merry gang of um friends has to go and destroy the projector yeah so that they can win the war which is i guess is a big old metaphor for not not believing propaganda yeah, or I think not that's yeah what it's meant to be but it's also weird because it's made in the 70s maybe at that time there was some kind of like nazi resurgence or i something. don't know i guess it's pretty appropriate now yeah yeah fucking trump's coming for the nhs everybody <laughs> <laughs> um but what what did you think of it <laughs> i i i will admit for the first like 20 minutes all the stuff to do with the assassin hunting down magical creatures i was like i love this because the world was that weird was as cool, fuck yeah the world is weird as fuck like he's 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 like this weird like he's meant to be a robot he's this weird like Mar- like what's the martian from looney Tunes marvin, called? he's marvin this weird like marvin the martian i expected dude. him to talk like marvin yeah martian when i saw him he's like this weird dude and he's riding on like this weird like two-legged fat like goblin like horse chicken horse it's like a big chicken but it's yeah. kind of feathers and they're like hunting down fairies and stuff and i was like i'm really into this and then it was kind of once like the proper plot got going that i i kind of i just i i definitely i'm very this movie's 80 minutes long it could not have been long i couldn't i don't think i could oh, have stomached any yeah it, it felt, felt long it felt really long i couldn't yeah. believe it was still going mm. i feel like there was lots of like there was 
the intro section, which seemed to go on forever. There was that section with the assassin. And then after that, there was just like lots of little things that felt like little different stories. Yeah. That were kind of loosely connected by them trying to get somewhere. Yeah. But there was not really any like central thing that made you care about anyone. No, not like at all. you were just like, oh, here's this weird old wizard guy who's flirting with this weird sexy fairy girl. <laughs> it kind of the was the the main wizard, the good wizard avatar. It fucking blew my mind that he was the main character because first time he comes on screen i we all just burst out laughing because he's just like so comical. he's like just he's literally just a beard with a hat <laughs> like and like a red button yeah and button. then this like giant cigar that he's smoking with his feet yeah that's great. and then it was just kind of there was like an offhanded thing said and i was like fuck that's the other brother because like <laughs> when they set him up in the in the prelude they're like oh he spent his days like making everybody happy and everybody loved him and he was so charismatic and then, like, you meet him, and you're like, this fucking guy? <laughs> like, it was so bizarre. But I was loving it for that. And then, I yeah, like I said, I think once once, once it got going, and, I, you know, everything aside, it is kind of a pretty standard, like, fantasy adventure yeah. kind of thing. As weird as it is. They're just trying to get to somewhere to do To something. stop a thing. Yeah. To stop a bad guy who wants to take over the world. And it kind of lost me there. But I'll give it props for its creativity at the very least Aye. like he came up with a pretty <laughs> bonkers world <laughs> um it, it would be like um because I, I i was in as because it's like cut between all of these different stories and then until it focuses on avatar trying to get to the projector uh until then i was enjoying it and then i was kind of like i don't think the the style the very weird style the animation the mixture of all these different styles that wasn't what um was putting me off it eventually was kind of like the story got a bit dull towards the end. Um, yeah. They, like the animation, I, I like if, if the film was interesting, I'd have loved like the weird mesh mm. of animation. It was so strange and bizarre and kind of abstract, which was really interesting to watch. Um, it was, it ended up, yeah, after all of that weird stuff, it ended up being the story that were kind of like, yeah, just lost my interest. Yeah. yeah. That being said though, it did have some moments that like genuinely like, caught us off guard like i feel like there was two moments where we did kind of like react the way that you were meant to react <laughs> yeah but then maybe because they literally just came out of nowhere, out of nowhere. the first one being that the what was the what was the the fairies eleanor name? eleanor suddenly completely out of fucking nowhere chucks a sword through peace the marvin martian looking guy and then just who's rushes now, over to the enemy side. At this point yeah. yeah and just rushes over to the enemy side we're all just like what what the fuck? She was <laughs> because a she's, traitor. Had, like, she's obviously had like so many opportunities to betray them or like kill one of them and she hasn't taken it and then suddenly she betrays them. Obviously later it turns out that she was possessed. But you know but that caught us off guard. And then the fucking second one, the best bit but of the movie the best in my opinion. The bit that makes the movie worth watching kind of because until now you you the 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 thing you're building up yeah the expectation is, the, is that the brothers the two are gonna wizards fight. Yeah. yeah the two wizards are like um are Epic gonna meet up again of magic yeah and... yeah so it's it's that that's what you're expecting you're expecting the big battle between dark wolf and avatar the wizard versus wizard <laughs> magic versus magic think the sorcerer and the no the sword in the stone yeah remember that wizard fight how incredible that was amazing but this <laughs> they like <laughs> Even you better. said it, you said it really well it's like the Indiana Jones it where he 
just fucking like they exchange a couple of quips and then he just fucking Avatar just pulls a gun out and just shoots him <laughs> through the stomach which is how so many people said ha- that you know Harry Potter should have just dealt with Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> if Avatar had used a time turner then yeah. every single Harry Potter nitpick solved in one film um, but yeah he just fucking he's like I'm glad you changed your second name you son and of just, a bitch yeah you son of a bitch and then just fucking taxi driver style like whips a gun out of his sleeve <laughs> and just shoots him that's right what he's doing he's, do, he's, like, he's rolling, he's rolling up, his up his sleeves as if to they're gonna the get fight. into a fight yeah. and then he pulls it out while he's oh. like holy fuck and I was I was like that was amazing like genuinely I've never been more happy for my expectations to be like <laughs> shattered because I was like that was fucking incredible and then that's it like that kills him and then that's pretty much the end that of the causes movie. like the castle to like kind of collapse which then destroys the projector which then for some reason just destroys all the bad guys <laughs> it's like oh they all froze in spot and some of them faded away and it's like why <laughs> away yeah yeah um, um what like because obviously the theme that we've been following is like magic versus technology yeah it's just seem bizarre that avatar wins with, with technology. technology yeah because yeah. we were gonna say i was gonna say like that's one of the the kind of elements i kind of liked about it was the villain is digging up all this old uh like old relics of our time or like you know seven days our time yeah <laughs> um and so with that they dig up like machine guns and tanks and stuff and airplanes and airplanes yeah. and all this stuff so you've literally got like these elves armed with swords and shields fighting effectively just nazi germany and i really like that stuff but that is an interesting point that after all that he just shoots him he just shoots him with technology there's also a really maybe it's about using technology for the right reason but it's still a gun. guns are okay yeah he still fucking kills a guy him. like yeah like if he killed him with a record player maybe <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so hipster yeah. hipsters would have been all over this film if that had been the case there's also a weird bit in it where the the bad brother is gonna have a baby with his wife who's in it for like one scene and then he finds out it's not gonna be human so he tells her she's gonna have an abortion or something because he really wants to have a human baby yeah, I don't remember that. Remember and it? then the wife comes later. I do remember the wife having a baby at the end of the film. Yeah, but you never see it. You don't see if it was a mutation after all. Uh, but it makes it feel like the bad guy just he just wants to be human because but he's not. He just born this yeah. freaky mutant thing. He just wants to be Hitler. It's a weird. Yeah, he yeah. When he had like, be he had like the he had skin up to his like elbows, but then just bone, and then it was just bone. But then his hands became it skin was like again. skin that gloves. Was really weird. It was like yeah. skin gloves, which was bizarre. So. Should we talk about Ralph Bakshi's potential attitudes towards women? Yeah. <laughs> I supported him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I guess you've always got to think contextually with this sort yeah. of thing. It was 1977. Sexism was okay then. Se- apparently it was fine. <laughs> I mean, he seems to think so. <laughs> because literally every single female character in this film is like presented as just a scantily clad even the evil demon things wives are like sexy demons. yeah like but then also idiots yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean and i was like man you really have some fucking yeah because even eleanor who's like the f- mm. the female hero is just a ditzy moron yeah literally yeah and his um, nipples are just yeah quite literally just the whole time the film is on yeah just they're just right there yeah. in weird animated form yeah. <laughs> um I think because the, the bit that really stuck out to me was when um when they're in the snow 
and he magic avatar magics her like a like a coat but then it's like the most ridiculous thing because it doesn't cover her legs at all because like i guess when they were animating it they're like well we can't god for we can't have a female character on screen and not have not some that. skin showing yeah. it's not even though it's animated even it doesn't matter walking through snow yeah like, maybe some boots would be nice but that was just i think one weird i don't know it was strange in that context where it's like they're taught the the bad guys invade a village and the mother's explaining there's a mother explaining something to her yeah. son and she's breastfeeding which is I don't know it's, it's it's a very it's a very deliberate choice considering yeah. there's no particular reason mm. and it's kind of like that yeah folds into all of these bizarre choices that he's made in terms of his mm-hmm. women character yeah they're either just mums or just like scantily clad yeah. prostitute ladies. most of them are prostitutes yeah they also just have like he just there's just tits on everything yeah like there's a guy there's a guy smoking a pipe and it's just got tits on it the bottoms of their swords i'm pretty sure are meant to represent like breasts as well like yeah yeah. i'm sure the bottom of the swords aren't anything else because they are quite phallic of course yeah Yeah. even the tower that avatar lives in is very phallic yeah like i know towers would be a naturally phallic (laughs) thing but like the the dome shape of the roof is extraordinarily phallic yeah i never thought about that like do we think was he just like a very sexually frustrated man (laughs) Or do you think, like, if he was born in this day and age, he'd be, like, an incel? Is that what we're, like... Ooh. Maybe he was trying to convey something with it. I don't know, like, I guess that oh. there's also, like, risk, more risque images were more, I guess, fashionable at the time, considering it was, like, that that sort of um, liberation is was very recent thing. Yeah. Like, that's 60s, and you're, you're talking about the 70s, so yeah. maybe that's something a bit more... Because, like, what what year did, like, um, but it doesn't heavy seem, metal come But it out? doesn't seem like... It's not, like... It doesn't seem like it's, insp- you know, inspirational to women or, like, encouraging to women. It seems, like, very fucking degrading <laughs> yeah. to women. But because... that, that's, that comes with, like... That definitely comes with, like, time. Like, yeah, that's I what I was trying to say. It's, like, yeah. context. Is, Contextually, yeah. like, he's uh, he's gone for something that's very much, like, a new fashionable... Maybe, perhaps, a new fashionable trend mm. at the time is the fact that you can depict these more risque women uh, <laughs> in media. And it hasn't See, people come say with that, the like, age. People say that, like, one of the reasons Game of Thrones stands out is because, you know, there was, like, a lot of sex going on in a fantasy world. But I'm fucking... <laughs> Ralph Bakshi Ralph got there Bakshi first. Ralph Bakshi got there first. <laughs> the Game of Thrones for, like, of his day. 40 years early. <laughs> That's where George R. R. Martin got all of his inspiration from. I feel like, for the most part as well, it could still be, apart from the Nazi thing, it could still be like a kids' movie, but then there's just all this yeah. weird shit. <clears throat> well, that's, stuff in yeah, because that, that was the, the, because for the opening, the opening kind of prelude, I was like, yeah, I just had it in my head that it was a kids' movie. But then the, the second it becomes animated, the first thing you see is like three women who i'm pretty sure are meant to be like prostitutes yeah. because they're yeah. like trying to get this guy's attention in a street and just ma- like make him come over to them and he's like eyes are fucking popping out of his socket yeah, his like, tail goes from being like yeah yeah, yeah. Like, goes up. <clears throat> and so i was suddenly like oh is this maybe this isn't a kid's movie and then like in the very next scene like this fucking assassin rolls into like a room full of fairies and just massacres them all and you're like oh maybe this isn't a kid's movie like <laughs> The character, of the I don't know. Maybe I'm stretching a bit on this. The character, the the prostitutes, and the character they're trying to attract is they. He's a he's a very like. It's like a little lizard man. But he's also mm. kind of Winnie the Pooh like. Yeah, he's, like he's yellow, but he's got he's yellow, but he's got like a red shirt. And I was kind of wondering with that sense of like whether it's for kids or 
um, adults whether the idea of a prost like these three mm. elf prostitutes seducing what kind of looks like Winnie the Pooh is is like directly supposed to be answering that question. Now we're delving deep into Danny's psyche. I apparently so. <laughs> want to have sex with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think it's uh, like let's get down <laughs> to brass tacks. <laughs> this podcast has one mission: <laughs> get me sex with Winnie the Pooh. Exactly, that's amazing. Um, in the end, as well, Eleanor never really does anything in the story. Mm. She gets kidnapped because a lot. again, she gets kidnapped, then she betrays. She them. gets kidnapped on a hard cut quite often. Yeah. Right, that was fucking. That was the weirdest <laughs> moment of the film. Was was like they're they're just hanging out. And then suddenly there's a gunshot, and then suddenly Eleanor's just like in the like, next shot. In like the, literally the next shot, even though she was just sitting right next to them, in the next shot, Eleanor's like, like I guess she's like tied up to this rock thing. We'll it's, just say yeah, yeah. We'll just say tied up, and it was just like whoa. So did I fucking blink? Like what then, happened? But then and then it's just like oh, and then it cuts back to them, but there's like Eleanor's been taken away. I'm like, how did all that happen? <laughs> but you have literally not even moved. You've not even moved like an inch. Like. <laughs> I think there's another time later on where it hard cuts and then she's got like a knife at her throat and like there's just yeah, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. like there's no there's no scene of her being grabbed or anything it's just like knife at the throat and yeah that's well, there's a lot useful. of the film that just feels like they didn't finish animating the scenes mm. and they just kind of like rushed it out or they didn't have the money to do it mm. like the entire intro thing just felt like storyboards, storyboards that they yeah. just like kind of animated I kind of like that though I kind of like the look of the storyboard yeah. stuff like yeah like the pencil sketching and stuff there's some weird animation in this film and he obviously he did the same with the lord of the rings which but it is was, he, yeah it was a lot more integrated in lord of the rings i don't think it was i think it was about the same because right before we watched wizards we re-watched a few clips from lord of the rings and one of the main ones was like the the orc army charging on helm's deep and it's like yeah he just filmed a bunch of fucking dudes and, and then it's just, just like, kind of cell shaded it yeah. and then chucked it into the movie and there's quite a lot of that in this and I, every time <clears throat> it's jarring like I don't think it gels well and like stylistically I think it's probably like the worst aspect of it um like the I liked the idea of I feel like the the last battle at the end you've got the good guys who are the elves with uh, that are properly animated and then you've got like this the the what do you call it retroscoped mm. um, bad guys I really like that that the two are that was the two armies like there was a b- very clear distinction between the cute animated characters and what is essentially just actual soldiers who are like move yeah. naturally and stuff like that the only thing is that it builds up to like them meeting and fighting and then after that everyone's animated it's a shame they couldn't find some other way to like yeah integrate those as like um actual human being characters mm. with the animation and like but make every, that they're clear that they're the bad guys every time you've seen the bad guys before that they've just been like wacky animated yeah guys. yeah, yeah. like weird comedy skit cutaway scenes where the guy is like sh- the two soldiers then one guy shoots his friend by accident that was, was I like, did this like is that. like just a completely separate thing yeah it was very bizarre, but like I liked those kind of moments. It was quite funny, like the weird moments with the soldiers arguing and stuff. Like the bit of the the church, where there yeah, it's another slightly. Old so that moment. was the other thing was like yeah, his his does does that that seems so. There's a scene where they they go to a church to basically find these two priests who look like rabbis. Yeah, they look like rabbis, but they they explicitly say like priests in the mm-hmm. film. Um they go to find these two priests because they they 
basically want the priests to come and like look after the prisoners like they want them to like comfort them and stuff i guess but then there's like this really weird moment where the two rabbis are like oh we have to pray in the sun before we do anything and they're like oh yeah that makes sense and then they do this like weird comical skit where there's just a whole bunch they're like dancing but they're like and then they start like slapping each other on the ass with like a fucking paddleboard and then one of them just like they go off screen and then they come back on screen and one of them's just on like a crucifix, crucifix that he's just like wheeling across the phone they're just like laughing and like and they're speaking was... what sounds kind of like Yiddish or something yeah like yeah very weird it goes it, on for five hours very bizarre and I was like is this like well you were the one who brought it up you were like is this, is this trying to be like has he got a problem with the, yeah, with with the Jews like yeah. what's on here like but then um, he's he's very obviously using the Nazi thing as like a bad thing. So obviously he's very yeah. anti, but maybe he just doesn't like religion and was just using that as a a way of making fun of yeah. it. Yeah. Did you find it weird just hearing the word Holocaust in the oh, animated movie? Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. It caught me off guard because I think it happens twice, and both times I was just like, oh, oh, this it's is a, a loaded it's cartoon. Just, like a cartoon wizard is talking about the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Anytime there was a bit where there were. Uh, Dark Wolf says Seekheil. They call that, it Führer. Yeah, the the bit where the bit where he said Seekheil, I was like, because oh, he just this. whispers it as well, yeah. in like this creepy way to himself. It's also the um, and it's like that still feels impactful now. Like nineteen seventy seven, that yeah, it must have been it so was it, yeah, it must yeah. have been so fresh. Like yeah, there's the the weird <clears> bit towards the beginning where they're they're in the the swastika room. And I was like, <laughs> Fuck <it." laughs> this fucking movie. And <laughs> the <swastika laughs> room. There's like a giant mutant ham um, pig like hanging from the wall. Yeah. And like the one of the, the alligator sidekick character of the bad guy is like tearing meat off of it. And then it just kind of turns to reveal there's a star of David on the ham, yeah. which is like because he's eating it. It's like really. It's dark. really dark really like, fucking dark it really like when I noticed what it was on the, the pig I was like fucking <laughs> hell that's that's really loaded yeah I the, just it just wasn't I think that was it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be I had no idea what it was going to be but it, it definitely wasn't I didn't think I was going to be seeing like Nazi, Nazi Germany because Hitler's in this Hitler's that, that's in the weird it. thing also, about this film Hitler's in Hitler, it and they reference Hitler Hitler in is time. physically in this yeah. Yeah. his face is in this film is even a bit where he seems to be bantering to his other generals yeah. <laughs> it's like a bit where they use it it's almost like a funny scene <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah it's a bizarre one I also I feel like this movie was so fucking strange that like there was um, there's a lot of times where they have to really like hit you home with like some exposition-y stuff or not it's not even so much exposition but like there's like little moments when when like eleanor is tied up and the people are trying to get towards her and the person gardener is like it's like well you can't get to her because i'm the king's guard and i've been instructed to guard this woman and i cannot let you do anything until the king's guard has ruled what happens to her and it's like all right man like we got it it's all good you could have shortened that <laughs> and it was the same my, the bit that really stuck out to me is there's there's like a there's like a trench scene and it's the first time that the bad guys fucking broadcast hitler in the sky <laughs> um and as the orcs are all coming up to the trench and the elves are like 
they they just spent like five minutes being like, oh well, we don't have to worry about that because like we've been doing this for years, and they show up, but they're you know what they don't they don't believe anything. They're yellow, so they just fucking run away with their tails between their legs. We don't have to worry about it, do we, guys? We never have to worry about it, and you know what? <laughs> we never will because we're great. And then it's like and then they broadcast Hitler in the sky, and everything goes tits up. And it's yeah, there was like a couple of moments like that where it was just making me laugh, where I feel like they really just had to keep emphasizing stuff like that make it really obvious what's about to happen yeah why things are happening (laughs) on the note of like the sexism stuff as well or not the sexism but like the stuff we were talking about earlier as well was um the the very last moment of the film oh god that like little joke of like well what is it avatar is like oh we need to we need to make out yeah and she's like, oh, bloody, you're get older, getting bolder. Getting older, getting bolder. And he's like, no, I bet we had to make it out of here. And it's like, what? <laughs> who fucking wrote that shit? But like, I know who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I just genuinely don't understand. I wonder if it was just like, he just had this idea in his head for years and mm. years and years. It seems too bold to not be a passion project. Yeah. But it could yeah. have been like a big novel or something, and instead he just made it into this really film. rushed film. Yeah. Because everything just feels very rushed. Like the story of them growing up, the two brothers, felt like that could have been like a 10, 15 minute long intro mm. or like an episode or something. And instead it's all just like rushed, and then you go straight into the story, and the story's rushed. And you don't really get to know any of the characters. It's just yeah. like, here's the funny elf guy, here's the other guy, here's the sexy girl. And then it's just, they just go, and then it's just kind of over. Yeah. I just don't understand, like, who... The whole time I was watching it, like, because we talked about how we thought it was a kid's movie, and then it's definitely not. It's like, well, who's the same dad? Then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really don't get it. Because I get that, you know, you I, I get that there's animation that is geared towards adult audiences, but something like this, it just it seemed to have the initial premise of, like, you know a kid's fantasy thing it feels like it would have been sold as that yeah yeah but then suddenly you're just watching it and fucking there's hitler in the sky (laughs) they drop a slut bomb at one point yeah they do they use the fucking they drop us he calls her a slut (laughs) which is insane because again it's like it's the same when they use the word holocaust it's like why am i like i'm I'm watching like these cartoon characters calling each other sluts it's so strange yeah i don't know i just can't this this would never get made now no. I know we've there's been a couple of movies I feel like we've watched where we're like there's no way this would get made anymore this is like the cream of the fucking crop <laughs> like you still have potential for an Ang Lee Hulk like because we talked about that how like that wouldn't get made now but I feel like there's still like a glimmer yeah, yeah so like, glimmer of hope that you could get another Ang Lee giving something like that all this money to an auteur to make something to just be like make whatever the fuck you want and yeah. he's like alright I'm gonna make this like really bizarre kind of boring art house film about the Hulk um, but this is like so weird, high concept stuff. That, well, like the, maybe it, he just maybe he just did it all himself and just paid for it all himself. It seems like that because it seems, and I did like the animation, but it it seems cheap. Yeah, it's very cheap. Yeah, half yeah, the right. time it's just like not even really animation. It's just like a shot of the sky. Yeah, with like a silhouette over it or something. They also reuse a fuck ton. Oh, so much during the final battle. They're obviously there's like uh, like cannons going off that are causing explosions, and I think they use the same shot of like a bunch of elves getting blasted. They use that three times, but like consecutively. Yeah. It's like they show it, and then they cut to something else, and then they show it again, and then they cut to something else, and then they show it again, but 
they've like silhouetted the elves but you can still clearly see that <laughs> it's, it's the like the same, same animation <laughs> yeah which you know i guess they were kind of doing you know you watch what is it it's like the jungle book and then you watch that and it's like there's the same shit and like peter pan and they yeah just like they use the, the same yeah but then this is like well this is the same it. movie it's like <laughs> but i was thinking about it when you when you watch an animated film you kind of get lost in it and you forget how much effort goes into it and then you watch something like this and it's like oh yeah, yeah disney movies look incredible compared to yeah this, yeah but you just don't even think about it even if like snow white which was made in the fucking 30s yeah uh, that looks, looks incredible great. yeah is snow white the first disney film the f- first it's the first length. yeah feature yeah. length because he'd done all the mickey things before mm. that and, and there was also some a like bunch of racist stuff that you did before that <laughs> oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that disney refuses to talk <laughs> yeah. about now yeah um, and then yeah there was also the one with the humans was um it's the one like you know hades takes the woman down to hell Does it... no. with the pomegranate and stuff Her there's a version Louisa. of that there's a version of that that disney did what are your we'll get that the the hard-hitting questions boys what, what are your favorite disney films from the mm. vault the vault i think you lion king boys i think i am a lion king boy lion i think king lion king is my favorite lion king aladdin Aladdin's my one. Yeah. 100%. I also really like Mulan. Mulan's good. Mul- mm. Mulan is really good. I don't really remember much about Mulan. Oh, I used to, when we were kids, I used to watch that all the time. I feel like Lion King would be it, though. I just feel like there's something. The Lion King's the probably like the, it's the, the like, tightest. Yeah. It's like so like quintessential. Yeah. <laughs> I went to see that in the 3D re-release. And Same. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I I saw that in the 3D re-release, yeah. and I was like really. Uh, I think Beauty and the Beast is also really good. Mm, that Beauty... remake's not good though. <laughs> Uh, speaking no. of what did you guys see Aladdin of either of you I'm, I'm no. gonna see, I think I'm seeing it tomorrow are you gonna go God. I'm gonna go I think I've taken a firm and I have heard a few good things about it but yeah. I'm like no like I'm not interested and just because people are saying it's good are people saying it's good apparently there are, well, there is are actually enjoying it say, um, yeah. I was I was sold on a review that said that like cause it's like the genie is trying to help Aladdin hook up with Jasmine. It's like a magical hitch too. Oh god. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a fun way of pitching I'm it. Still, I don't know. Like I watched I watched that I watched the clip that they put up of the, the Prince, Prince Ali, Ali song, yeah. And it's so like it's so bad. boringly short. But I I've like I don't know, I haven't seen it yet, but I've I've heard that like when Will Smith gets to be himself as the genie, that's when the film's at its best. I feel like the problem is, is that there's so much tendency for him to, for like Prince Ali and friend like me, and like that he's in those ones he has to more be like Robin Williams. But when the film gets away from them, hmm. Will when Will Smith gets just to be Will Smith, it gets better. Even the, like, I don't, yeah, I, I'm sure. But like I watched that clip, and he's like, he's singing along, and then in between the kind of lines, he's like yeah help me out boys and i'm like yeah i hate this but then it's like and it's just really badly auto-tuned yeah like noticeably so i don't know how the original kind of way that that's the the song plays out would work in live action but like when i was watching it like my brain just kept filling in like all robin williams weird like when he's like what is like oh like don't they look lovely jules i was like yes fabulous i love the feathers like all that kind (laughs) of shit like yeah but it was like and like just the funny voices and stuff like like when he's like oh we'll send those goods to the lords and stuff like that like just doing all the mental like voices yeah. and all that kind of stuff turns and like when he goat at one point yeah he turns into a goat he turns into like a little boy and then he turns into, like a big fat scottish man and stuff <laughs> and it's yeah. like but there's there's none of that it's just him he's just on a on like a stage and he's, he's just he's standing doing the brush there. your shoulder yeah. move and it's like oh, okay like why bother if That's you're gonna make well, the adaptation just 
rethink it. Don't just try yeah. and like, copy it all. I mean, there is, I guess, I don't know. Like, you could make a live action Aladdin movie and just have the same story, but you don't have to have the same songs. You don't have yeah. to do everything the same. Well, it's all a nostalgia thing anyway, isn't it? So if well, that's just... Go, they're yeah. banking on that now. Yeah. Fucking three... Three fucking Disney, like, live-action remakes in one year. Hmm. That's mental. What else was there? But Well, there's Dumbo, there's oh, yeah. Aladdin, and there's Lion King. Oh, yeah. But the okay. thing is... It, like, I was talking to somebody about it the other day where I was like... Like... And I get that, you know... You, you know, you live in a bubble and all that kind of stuff. But, like, Dumbo and Aladdin are still making, like, crazy money... I don't know anyone who's seen them. Like, I <clears throat> personally don't know a single person who's seen Aladdin, and I personally know one person who saw Dumbo. So it's like, wh- who, where is everyone that's still but going to see The it? only people I know who've seen Aladdin are my little brothers and my sister. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, a younger, not... there's also a younger thing, isn't there? Because it's like, it's retelling a story for a younger generation. Yeah. But they're also not into, like, films, and most of our... Most of our friends are just like film people. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't want snobs at this one. They're not clever. It's not even snob. It's like I used. I remember a fucking time. We we all lived through this time together, where we just used to go see fucking everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. There's just not time for that yeah. anymore. Like you have to pick in and choose. Aladdin. I was saying this to Danny earlier that when I go to the cinema now, it's only to see movies that I know are going to be good. Yeah. Like I went to see Booksmart because you rated it as like five stars. Yeah, and I was like, well, yeah. it's gonna be good. I'm gonna go see Booksmart's it. Good. I went to see that because I saw like the crazy critical reception it was getting and stuff. But like with Aladdin, I'm like, I'm hearing a lot of people say like, oh, like yeah, it's good. It's like a good fun watch. And I'm like, I'm sure it is, but like I just I don't have time. Like but I could also just, just watch... like just go watch Aladdin. Aladdin, like, yeah, yeah so it's gonna be better because that's a good like, fun no time. No one is saying that brilliant. it's better. So why yeah. would you not watch the other? I just have mm. no time to give to a film like that. I am I am interested in Lion King. I think that's the one of the three of them that the I'm see the, uh, more purely yeah, out same. of like genuine just it, just, it also interest. just looks pretty beautiful. Like yeah. the uh the one thing I'll say is better about Lion King than its original is that it's going to be like the lions are all played by black people. I feel like I can't believe that we're the... so progressive here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I yeah, I this is this is the thing. Like I can't you know, believe like Ma- Matthew Broderick, Matthew the Broderick, <laughs> Matthew Broderick. There was a film in the nineties where Matthew Broderick was the king of Africa. How did that happen? Mm. That's kind of mental. I mean, that last Tarzan movie that came out, Tarzan saved all the black people, and that came out like two years ago. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sort of shit. I happening. remember nothing about that film. Oh, I remember is at the end he just there's like saves a I remember Africa. doesn't doesn't spoilers does it Christoph Waltz get like eaten by a, an alligator? Oh, we yeah. saw it together, yeah, didn't we? we? Did. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I also do. I remember there's like a weird, <clears throat> there's a bit with a train. Okay, let's not go into that. Yeah, well, I because I remember being because obviously you know two minutes into the film you're like, all oh, right, this isn't Tarzan. It's like the sequel to Tarzan yeah. which seems to be the trend that a lot of these live action films follow is like, like Dumbo is like a sequel to Dumbo yeah well apparently the first 40 minutes of Dumbo are Dumbo well Dumbo the original was only like is like 40 minutes yeah, yeah. and then after that they're like well what we'll happens next going. I don't know Dumbo's just a... Alice in Wonderland was that as well the Tim Burton Alice yeah, in Wonderland yeah it was like that was, was through the yeah. looking glass because or... they all knew who Alice was yeah no 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 like not, was, not the Alice in the Wonderland sequel, no 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 but like yeah. no that's what I mean like wasn't Alice in Wonderland like the Tim Burton the first one wasn't that the plot of the book Through the Looking Glass oh, like, I have no idea not... specifically yeah, wasn't the second one called Through the, the Looking Glass so what the fuck's so the confusing. second one about <laughs> well no the se- like... let's go watch it now <laughs> <laughs> remember it was called Classes. Underland 
Yeah. He didn't. De- he decided not to call it Wonderland. He called it Underland in the film itself. What are you doing, Tim? <laughs> Tim. Tim. I'm not Come so sit sure about this. <laughs> Tim, let's you put your arm around him. <laughs> Tim. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> Wonderland's a perfectly fine title. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's a... I think I think there's a scene in the movie where she explains that as she grew up, she like realized that it wasn't called Wonderland. That like right. she called it that in her head because she was a kid, and they were trying to like make it more gritty. So it was like, well, Wonderland sounds too like fantastical, so we'll call it Underland. So right. they did actually try to explain it, and it was under. Yeah, it was under. Was it the under but then they could have just called it Wonderland, and there'd have been no explanation. And no needed. one would have cared. It's the no same, one would have cared. Yeah. The same thing it's... of explaining why Han Solo is called Han Solo. Like no one ever thought, like why yeah. is it called Wonderland? And the thing about both those films, no matter how much you explain these things away, still bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still don't ever want to watch either of them ever again. I think I saw. I remember. Fuck. I remember. I saw Alice in Wonderland, and it was in three D. And it was the we were in the front row, three D in the front row. Hurt. Bad time. Mm. It's literally like you could see like two, vert like screens. You could see like the screen, and then the weird like the weird sticky outy version of the. <laughs> it was awful, <clears throat> genuine nightmare. But anyway, Avatar Two is gonna come along and fucking break new ground with three D, so it's fine. We're just just gotta wait patiently for. <laughs> oh, that. that's what we're all waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> Avatar Two. But yeah, I just I don't know. I hope they. I hope they stop with these live action. Well, they've they've got to stop soon because if they're making free a year, they're going to run out of them yeah. really quickly. Oh, but I think Lion King's going to fucking make. Oh, bank. oh Lion King, that yeah. shit's going to make yeah. fucking bank. Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, we like we'll all go see it. Oh yeah, everyone else. So it's like everyone will want to see it for different reasons. Hundred percent. I'm just interested. I am interested. Yeah, genuinely pure curiosity. Yeah, well, because you know, how do you top Matthew Matthew? <laughs> Charles Gambino. Nah. I mean, he's you know he's 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 you know he's a good he's a good singer and everything. But <laughs> he's not Matthew Burrick. Did he beat Godzilla? <laughs> There's a weird fucking like Matthew Broderick. You know, have you seen Godzilla the 1999? Yeah. Ones? And there's a scene in that where they dump all the fish, and he's like, "That's a lot of fish." Yeah. You remember that classic yeah, scene? Very, very that weirdly amongst all other things has made it into my like daily way of speaking <laughs> more than anything else because whatever's going on i'll be like oh that's a lot of that but i'm in my head i'm like you're I'm, referencing i'm yeah. referencing godzilla like to myself and i'm like wait why is this the thing it's like <laughs> of all the things why is this the thing that's shaped stuck? by matthew broderick so much. i think it's because i watched it a fuck ton when i was a kid like yeah, I watched that movie a lot. I watched that a ton. Because well. it's just one of those things where you're a kid. You don't, you you don't, don't appreciate that it's, it's bad. bad. You're just like, yeah, it's fucking dinosaur. Like, Godzilla really wasn't my Matthew Broderick film when I was a kid. I'll tell you what line was. It was bloody Inspector Gadget. That was I where thought we were you were going to say Ferris Bueller, Bueller. And I was going to be like, don't no, give us a genuine answer. answer. Yeah. Inspector Gadget. The funny answers are better. Inspector Gadget was, yeah, that was that was the Matthew Broderick film. That was what he was born to make, really. He was, he's had a weird... Career. Yeah, he has a weird career, isn't he? Yeah, because now he just he just pops up in like random shit. Yeah, like I saw something recently. I can't remember what it was, but he like he played somebody's like stepdad or he yeah. played, like, dad for yeah. like a scene. Like, He's got white hair now. Why are you here, <laughs> Ferris? <laughs> <laughs> ah. But if more, more power to him. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you would, do you think he's gonna fucking see the Lion King like begrudgingly? Like, yeah. Do you think everybody except fucking? Uh, 
Oh, why am I blanking on his name? James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Do you think everybody else is like just so bitter? Like what? Well, like Jeremy Irons is like, well, I'm still fucking alive. Like why did they bring me back? <laughs> but it's weird not that, black. Yeah, yeah. They, they cast John Oliver as Zazu and like what is he not African? Yeah, it's like Rowan Atkinson just still another kicking Rowan about. A- like, yeah, yeah like, it's, if you're gonna already get James Earl Jones, then at least give us back Rowan. Atkinson. But then I get, I do get James Earl Jones, but like. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Like you said, like you said, it's like well, John yeah, well, Oliver's like, just but, another white British guy. So yeah. like, why not just get Ron? I know. I, I get that. John Oliver is kind of suitably the modern fucking mm. um, Rowan Atkinson in that sense. But like, yeah, you're right. Rowan Atkinson's still there. You could, you could just use him. Mm. And I guess that's kind of weird because I do kind of admire the fact that they would just go for a whole new cast because it is a whole new film. And if you just brought back it's a whole new the, world, yeah, whole new world. <laughs> it's just weird that they cast. Yeah, it's it's weird that they got James Earl Jones back, but like you are like if 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 they didn't get bring him back, it would kind of make sense because you're like, well, if you just bring back all the original voice cast, then you are just literally just remaking remaking the original. And then his voice is so you you can't really top that. But then so is Jeremy Irons' voice, and Shuatel Ejiofor's voice is not as like impactful. So did you like the did you like the Jungle Book? I like the Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, I did too. But then I also am like. I remember the bit when Christopher Walken has to ah, sing that wasn't good. the song, and he's just sat there. Mm. And that was the same problem I had. Obviously, I haven't seen the actual movie, but like it was the same problem I had with that Prince Ali clip, where it felt similar to that, where it's like it doesn't feel like there's any energy like from it. like. But there's so much the you can do with animation yeah. you can't do with. Yeah, where with like, but the King Louis stuff, like he's just sat there. Yeah. He's just sat, just kind of hunched over. Even the and way he's just he singing sings the song, the song is just and everyone's like... just kind of stood around him, and I was like. Oh, this is boring and then you get to the end credits and it's like the pages of the book are opening and he's like jumping around the pages of the book singing the song and I was like this is so much better why wasn't it Yeah. why wasn't it this animated just probably there? the monumental effort of having to do that yeah the money mm. but I hope it's because I do I liked Jungle Book and they did have a lot of money in they that have movie. money Disney has it on screen yeah. Disney has anything it has money <laughs> I like John Favreau a lot as well like I I don't mm. yeah I feel like there's always that thing of like it's like, oh, well, this this look, seems like a really pointless endeavor and stuff. But I'm like, well, at least there's a director I like back. Yeah, like, and yeah. like, it's like, why did they give Guy Ritchie a Disney movie? That's yeah. probably the biggest mistake of the whole I thing. For, I keep forgetting he's it's he's, he's Aladdin. Yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting that. That's so bizarre. Same guy, and it's not like Aladdin. Roller. Yeah, Aladdin's Snatch, not like Roman. Lock, stock, and two sock and barrels. But he's kind of moved away from that. Yeah, but and he I doesn't mean, do the gangster stuff. No, now, no, I meant like so the the grow, like the 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 like the romance relationship that's in Sherlock Holmes yeah, and King yeah, Arthur yeah. and Man of Uncle and all of that I didn't see King no, Arthur yeah. because oh again you know how we just talked about being busy and like <laughs> <laughs> sorry Guy Ritchie I had this thing <laughs> I, I had to cut my nails I actually night. really love uh, Man from Uncle though yeah, me I don't too. really remember it's it. Really good. That. I watched yeah. it again recently it's really fun yeah it's Is on it? Netflix now yeah, yeah. Really I don't good. really remember it I just, it's again. like fun in a way that James Bond movies should be yeah okay yeah, that fucking real quick we've got so off topic <laughs> well no we haven't because we were talking about animation yeah James, that James Bond fucking shoot like what he broke his ankle and someone else's and now like someone just like they didn't die did they they just got injured, no, they got injured. in an explosion it's like guys I'm starting to think maybe this shoot might be uh, cursed or something <laughs> like it's like that somebody died on the set of Deadpool 2 and it's kind of weird to think about that because then Deadpool 2 Deadpool 2 just yeah you just went and watched it it happened and you're like oh that was funny and 
that like it happened obviously during the filming so like you heard about it at the time and then by the time you saw the film you just forgotten that a person had lost their life making this film yeah you go to a restaurant and like oh the chef died while making this (laughs) (laughs) you enjoy yourself man You would feel you you wouldn't you'd eat because yeah. you're hungry. Yeah, you because like, oh, you've been waiting you've been waiting for fucking ages because the ambulance has been back there dealing with shit. Like your food's been held up. Yeah, uh, of course you're gonna eat it. The paramedics have ruined the atmosphere, but at least the food is good. Give them a good review on TripAdvisor <laughs> just to make up for it. Um, but would you would you rec like would you recommend people watch Wizards? I think if you are an animation buff. Maybe if you're into I this kind of like weird yeah, shit, I would just for the experience it. of it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else like it. But I would say like watch it with with people. people. Yeah, like don't watch and don't it take yourself. it too serious. Because that oh, that felt long, and there we were all together, yeah, like, making jokes and stuff. But like, and I feel like if you watched it by yourself, it might just be a little bit disturbing. Like, yeah, there was sometimes watching that though, where I was like, I almost, I, I like, I didn't want to talk because even though I was kind of like bored, I was like, what if we miss something mental? Cause yeah, we're, like talking about something yeah because there's not a, there's not even a huge amount of dialogue mm. and then sometimes they just say things and it's like huh what <clears throat> did he just say see Kyle <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> did he just say slut <laughs> mental um yeah I would definitely recommend it to people who are into like that weird kind of stuff but I'd recommend yeah I would recommend it. an animation and if you like the Lord of the Rings one I guess this is like a good natural progression regression regression <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll fucking we'll bloody wrap that up. We really just solved animation. We, we really have. We you know <laughs> we put the world to animation to rights. <laughs> We've said don't go see Disney movies, even though we're gonna go see Lion King. <laughs> don't see this one, but see these ones because <laughs> we know better. Even though we haven't seen Dumbo or Aladdin. What well, Danny might have seen it tomorrow. I'm I I might I might go see it tomorrow. Maybe we should edit in like a little. Danny, I'll send a little recording. Walking down the street outside the cinema, just record it. Just record it straight into your phone. Yeah, it's a little post-credit sequence for you Disney fans. Post it on our SoundCloud. Um, (laughs) Bonus content. Danny is like on the streets review of Aladdin. Like you, you fresh on the street. street. That's a that's a Lion King reference. (laughs) Um, What would what? Okay, what would be your Disney live-action film that you would actually want to see? Of all the ones they haven't done yet, do you ever see the Black Cauldron? No, no, that I was like the weird, yeah. fucking yeah, weird that was like, shit. That was that era between like classic Disney and Renaissance yeah. Disney, where it all kind of. I'd yeah. go. I want to see a live action Black Hole. Well, Sleeping Beauty was in that period, wasn't it? Just like dark. There has been a dark. Sleeping Beauty remake, hasn't there? Yeah. Has there? No. Well, Melissa, Maleficent was kind of. Oh, uh, yeah, they yeah. did the Mal- yeah, that that, That's kind of what they've included in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to see like a really good version and like a fun kids version of the Sword in the Stone. Like, that'd be cool because the, the, the original movie the story is dumb and doesn't yeah. make any sense and it's not really very well written but there's not really like a good fun King Arthur that movie. wizard fight would look amazing in yeah. yeah live action as well yeah. if they did it right yeah um, that would be cool like I think that that was always when they started doing these live action remakes that was always the trick was to go back to the older films that kind mm. of don't stand up as well and they did Cinderella, and Cinderella was that was actually a good live action remake. I I saw it once, and I felt like, I saw it, and I, I enjoyed it. Kenneth Branagh fair, isn't yeah. it? Um, but that I was feel they like were, all his movies are. They they were remaking yeah. films like that, and that kind of made sense to remake because it'd been a while, and they were a bit dated, and they could have used a like a a modern update and then they they almost no, went straight everything. to Renaissance Disney, and it's yeah. like no no the the point of those films is that they were just fucking brilliant films. Yeah. 
But Maybe like a really money. good Hunchback of Notre Dame film would be cool. You can't film that now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Topical! Uh, kinda. They would have filmed it on location, of course. I remember the day, like, we were all together <laughs> the day that was happening, weren't we? Yeah. Was that us? And I remember, like, somebody mentioned it, the fact that Notre Dame was on fire, and I kind of jokingly went like, oh, wow, I'm glad I got to see it, you know, while it was still standing. And then it was genuinely like 10 minutes went by and someone like pulled up a video on their phone of like how bad it was. Yeah. And then it just went from like completely unjoking. I was like, wow, like, like I'm really glad I got to see Notre Dame <laughs> like, while it was still standing. Like, <laughs> j- like just, yeah, the kind of reality of how bad that fire was set in. And it was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, it was like a fucking this, like, inferno. It's like historical monument might just be gone by this time tomorrow. Like, yeah crazy anyway we have rambled for far too fucking long let's wrap up danny say your if you thing if you want to get in contact with us tell us you your, don't you don't you don't I'll, it'd be I'll nice admit, i'll text if one, <laughs> if one of you wants to prove if you, you want to get in touch text me on 0742 <laughs> if i'm not there my mum will pick up and if you, you want to get just a leave a message me, with my her. credit card number is also <laughs> I did actually in my that video that I did last year I accidentally included my phone. Yeah, number. you included yeah. your CV, didn't you? Someone yeah. just fucking texted me it. That's pretty funny. It's creepy, but it's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> I know I've been very careful about that. I filmed a post I filmed a, a postcard. We're talking about we filmed one second a day and making a video. Right um but we um I filmed like a postcard and it wasn't until like after I'd filmed it, I was like, Oh fuck, I like my address, address yeah. is just right on there so i had to go back and like film it again with like my hand covering up the the address and stuff but um but yeah anyway rambling over too long if you want to get in contact with us uh second opinion um that's second with a two at facebook or twitter i've been scott morrison i've been danny jones you've been michael kelly the listener has been Michael Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Kelly, when you inevitably. We're all Michael Kelly. <laughs> when you inevitably listen back to this to make sure you sounded okay, you, you know, oh, you came I... across okay. Uh, hi, Michael Kelly of the future listening to this. Hello, future me, maybe 10 years from now. You'd revisit that. Like, like, Jake SoundCloud will <laughs> still be a thing 10 <laughs> years from now. Days. Well, iTunes is going. Yeah, well, iTunes. Maybe SoundCloud's going. going with it. SoundCloud's hanging by a fucking thread. Ah. Who uses SoundCloud? And the NHS is going to be bought by Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Eat your JK Simmons, everyone. Eat your JK Simmons.